Talk Radio 680 WCBM. The WCBM studios are sponsored by BetMGM. Go to WCBM.com or the WCBM app on your cell phone and register today. King Classic Live starts now. Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. All right, good morning. We're just talking about in the last hour. The sex offender that uh, Project Baltimore has been investigating that has been in school when they should not be in school because he was convicted and confessed to raping a three-year-old. But, of course, this is a Maryland state law that allows him to be in those classrooms. And so hopefully we'll hear from Governor Westmore and DJS Secretary uh, Chiraldi about what they plan to do because, of course, they're still gathering information on the case. Uh, I'm very excited right now because I am being joined by someone that is running for school board in Carroll County. And his name is Greg Malvo. First of all, Greg, thank you so much for coming here in studio today. Thanks so much, and I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you, Kim. No, no, I think this is great. Uh, We have so many more people running for school board now, but still, in my view, not enough. Not enough. We'll get into why that's important. But I want you to introduce yourself to everyone, Greg. How did you end up getting involved the way you are? What's your background? All right. Well, um, I I got involved in – here's – I'll go into my background a little bit first, if I could – uh, so I have a Ph.D. in higher education and administration, and I've been an educator for 25 years. Uh, I'm a current professor of uh, English composition and literature, and uh, also I do administrative work. I run college-wide our study abroad and international education program, uh, co-chair the Maryland Community College International Education Consortium, uh, probably most proud of the fact that makes me most, uh, you know, important, I think, is that I'm a father of a son who's in the public school system. Uh, and also, I like to engage in the community. I have a small farm, so I connect with our agricultural community. Uh, I'd like to parent volunteer for the Boy Scouts in our area, and I certainly enjoy uh, being part of the P- uh, PTO, or the Parent Teacher Organization. So uh, that's a little bit of my background right off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's a heck of a background, Greg. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're very qualified here. I appreciate that. Yeah, now I met you at the Moms for Liberty event in Carroll County last yeah. week. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, really great group. Uh, just recently, there was a big win in Carroll County in regards to some of these explicit books. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, in Carroll County's uh, Board of Ed, it seems to be leading the way in a number of these things. Uh, in terms of policy, they looked at, uh, a policy that looked into uh, explicit um, sexualized material and so forth and graphic material. And so um, one of the members brought forth one of the policies that could be changed and altered in terms of making sure that no books are provided that have that sort of uh, graphic language. And so they voted in favor, 5-0, in favor of making sure that uh, that policy goes in place and that uh, our children are able to see or, or read you know, what they need to in terms of, you know, important uh, educational material. Yeah. You know, Kit Hart, everybody with Moms for Liberty, I mean, everybody's been doing such a great job in Carroll County. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that there's other county chapters uh, also tackling this issue because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take the community. Before we get into school safety here, I want to make sure yeah. people uh, are able to follow along because they can't see us right here in right. Radio Land. Uh, what's your website? So simply go to gregmalvo.org, and I'm going to spell that name. It's Greg, G-R-E-G. Then Malvo, M-A-L-V as in Victor, E-A-U-X as in X-ray, dot org. 
All right. So you guys can follow along, check out his website, hopefully donate. You need volunteers, I'm sure. Would love volunteers as well. Donations are always accepted. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I would love people to help out in terms of uh, door knocking or um, if they want to get out there on the, the corner, I'm out there already. Uh, on the, the busy uh, highways and streets, you know, that, sign waving. waving. Oh, I'm out there waving, <laughs> and you know, and, and people are blowing horns and, and a lot of good support, and yeah. uh, I, I really appreciate that. So I'm I'm out there hitting the streets too. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite things running for office was the sign waving. Not everybody yeah. loves it because you put yourself out there. You do, and, and it's, it can be scary. You know, just keep the uh, the, the, the the poor gestures, those who are opposition, yeah. <laughs> from occurring. But yeah. you know, I'll just wave at you nonetheless. Don't worry. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So let's talk about school safety, because this is huge on your list. It's number one on your list. Tell us why that's such a priority for you. Well, I mean, I think students today are having uh, real struggles that, that you and I probably didn't deal with. You know, and I just want them to have the same opportunities in education that we had, that our, our parents had, and that quality of education. And I think they have more things that, again, they're struggling with in terms of with the technology, uh, distractions in class, and so forth. So, you know, a lot of that has to do with school safety. And so I want to help to put in proactive measures to make sure that we reduce disruptions and bullying and fighting in school. Um, and, and part of that is reducing, I believe, cell phones and cutting off, you know, the bullying and the intimidation. And, you know, for example, I'll tell you a quick story that my son at his school, they opened up one day where, you know, you, you can bring your cell phone. You have your cell phone day. And I said, okay, you know, and he's excited. That's his favorite day of the week is the cell phone day week. And so he brings in his cell phone, and he said, okay, uh, I can use my cell phone at the very first opening class at homeroom. I can use it at lunch, and I can use it at the end of the day. And, and that's when they used them. And so fast forward a couple months later, I said, well, how's it going with the cell phone day? And he's like, not so good, Dad. You know, they've cut it off where we can't use it in the first class. We can't use it at the end of the day, which is just now down to lunchtime. And I was like, why is that, son? And he said, well, there was too much bullying. And so, you know, I, I, I don't share in his disappointment. I didn't tell him that, but I don't share in that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, but I, I imagine that soon there will be no cell phone day. But, you know, really, in terms of that, it, it is a serious issue. Um, and student concentration, studies have shown student concentration, academic performance, uh, even morale is impacted negatively with the cell phone. So I'm, I'm very concerned about that in terms of safety. Uh, peer mentoring, I think, is great. You know, we have the older students who are going to help out with the, the new incoming students. And uh, kudos to Winters Mill High School, who's had success with that. I want to continue to have SROs in school or an officer per school. I think that's been very helpful, not just for fighting and making sure that people aren't vaping in the bathrooms, but also because they've been great mentors for our students. So I think that's yeah. wonderful. Safety, we forget about this often, Kim, is that these learning apps, we have to be careful with what we download and have our students downloaded to those laptops and so forth because they can also do data mining, these companies. And so they may be also looking to... Uh, taking information about our children's race or gender or orientation, uh, economic status, and so forth. So we really have to be careful also with all this downloading and, and, and you know, look at that as well. Uh, and, and a number of other things, really. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and you're just joining us. We're speaking to Greg Malvo. He's running for uh, school board in Carroll County. Uh, you also have on your list a focus on academics and traditional education. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, reduce classroom disruption, which we kind of just talked about it. But, you know, the focus on academics, that's huge. Because right now, there seems to be this focus on 
the way people and kids feel, like their feelings yeah. and emotions. And I'm like, well, how does that set them up for success? Like, you, you, you figure out how you're feeling by, you know, kindergarten, first grade. <laughs> by the time you get to second grade, you should be learning how to read, you know, write, do basic math. Yeah. You know, we're so caught up with all these other things. What, what do you think we could do to better focus on those traditions? So we need to definitely focus on traditional education and academics and, again, keeping disruptions out of the classroom as much as possible. And I really want to keep Carroll County uh, schools top performing. I mean, they've been like top three pretty much in terms of uh, test scores, you know, for those those traditional uh, classes like math and, and English and science and reading. Um, you know, and, and we have to be careful that our environment stays of the mindset that, you know, teachers uh, should teach students, you know, how to think critically and not tell them what to think. You know, we have to be careful in terms of this sort of single-sided viewpoint um, that, that sometimes comes in. There needs to be a variety of perspectives and, and considerations. So when a student's given a topic to consider, to research and study, they should have multiple perspectives and let them come up to their own conclusions yeah. in terms of, you know, success and thinking for themselves. Um, we need to keep manageable classroom sizes as well, you know, to, to make sure that that's in place for our students. A board student is not going to be a student that's going to uh, perform well. So we need to make sure that individually they get the attention that they need. Uh, Parent-teacher collaboration is so important as well. You know, and, and the, the parent has, is just that involvement so key. Studies do show that higher academic achievement occurs when there's parent engagement and the student's motivation is, is higher as well. Uh, we need to give power back to the teacher. You know, I, I support, support policies where administrators and teachers are able to do reasonable disciplinary measures and not worry about uh, retribution uh, for having to deal with a student that repeatedly disrupts the classroom. Yeah. Right? We, we have to handle that and give them the power. You know, that power, I think, has been taken away too much. Yeah. That's a concern. Well, Greg, let me ask you this, because on the state level, I mm. feel as though legislators don't want teachers to be able to discipline these students or principals or even these counselors. Can you override that on the county on the county uh, school board, or, or is that something you still would have to fight for, either at Annapolis or at the Maryland school board? Well, you know, I don't have all the answers yet, uh, and I'm I'm working towards understanding right. more and well, more the role of the school board. It's complicated. It's confusing. But there are policies. We saw it, Kim, in terms of you know what they did in terms of the books and, and concerns you know concerns with that. They can visit policies in place with the board at that level, okay, and and be able to say you know let's revisit this and discuss this. So we we did see that, and that can occur you know as well at the board level, from what I understand. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. Because, you know, there is a lot, like you said, going on in the classroom. And I agree with you with the cell phone situation. Mm -hmm. Because I feel as though if you take the cell phone from the kid, uh, the kid's not trying to, and I've seen it, where kids will instigate a fight <laughs> because they want to take the video right, and they right. want to go viral for their video recording the fight. And I, I do yeah. think there'll be less fights if you take the cell phones out. I, I absolutely agree with that. And, uh, you know, beyond even the fighting, even just disruption in the classroom, like, I can tell you, like, I, I told you, I've been, I've been an educator for 25 years, and I can tell you the student who came into my classroom, the difference between that student 20 years ago and today is vastly different. And so, speaking of cell phones, when I walked into a classroom 20 years ago, before I ever walked in, first day of class, I could hear the buzz of the, the, the students in the classroom, and I walk in, and they're all talking to each other and, and so forth, excited, and they're all eyes are on me, and I go to the front, and they're like, you know, 
looking at me and I'm saying, hey, class, and they say, hello, Professor Malvo, and, and that's how it, you entered the classroom where today I walk into a classroom and it's deathly silent, right? Okay. I walk in and every student's just looking down, heads, you know, phone. down at their lap, shoulders hunched, typing away on that, that smartphone, could not know the person next to them, sitting them, you know, five feet from them, have no idea who that is, no interest in talking to them. Uh, I walk in, no one looks up. No one even bothers to look up. And so until I announce, hello, class, and then I get maybe like a third of the class look up right away, and, and maybe I'll get a couple of greetings. So, yeah. you know, the, the, the lack of, like, you know, uh, communication and, and connection that's being lost is really sad to me. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't even think about that piece of it. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're speaking to Greg Melville, running for school board in Carroll County. In case they missed it, what's your website again? Oh, that website is Greg. Dot Ma- uh, sorry, gregmalvo.org. Let me spell that last name. Make sure you don't smell the, uh, the wrong way there with an O. M-A-L-V-E-A-U-X is in X-ray. Gregmalvo.org. All right. And Greg, mm-hmm. when it comes to giving students uh, pathways for success, what does that look like? Um, I think that Carroll County is doing a great job. I want to keep that in place. Uh, a number, And this might be you know influential for other counties to consider who aren't doing this. Pathways to success or options are not just college, and I am a college professor, but I know college is just one thing, and so dual enrollment and community college enrollment for high schoolers is great, but also I think technical trade is important as well. There should be a pathway for technical skills and trade that also includes agricultural education and jobs. And just getting that high-quality education and foundation so they can even enter the workforce right after high school. Look, our, our area... You know, in Hampstead, we need to have strong people in terms of plumbers and electricians and, and uh, you know, all sorts of things in terms of the, the, the work. And we don't want to hire people out from other areas. Right. You know, why not have people that we can hire in our own community again and again and throughout Carroll County and not have to go into the other counties to get qualified people in terms of trades? So uh, in terms of pathways of success, the Career and Tech Center uh, in Carroll County is a strong one. I think that's wonderful in terms of what I just mentioned, in terms of different trades. Uh, I, I, I support agricultural education for Carroll County, and you have to look at what's going on locally and what you do well in your own county and yeah. allow these counties to have local control to use and utilize their resources best. And so Carroll County, agricultural education fits. Carroll County is like second uh, in all of the country in terms of land preservation, so they're oh. awesome. That should be utilized for sure, and our students should learn about how they can get into that field. Dual enrollment, I mentioned, community colleges. Uh, now students are usually prepared for college by end of 10th grade. That's always been the goal, you know, so they're starting to come into the college, uh, and they don't have to or pay very little to go into the community college. And then there's teachers' assistants that are provided. So I think the high schoolers are doing a great job in terms of having these students step up in the classroom and be, you know, TAs as well. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you've got 10th graders that are already ready to enter community college there in Carroll County? We have 9th graders who <laughs> enter the community college. And that's, some, that's interesting. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, they're pretty young. So yeah. when you're per pupil spending in Carroll County, is it as much as Baltimore City? Oh, no. Not even close. So I it's mean, not the money. Think about it. I mean, <laughs> the, the Baltimore City student, we spend twice as much as the Carroll County student and not the same results, obviously. And, and so money, throwing money at the problem is not what we want to do. And, and our taxpayers, we have to be careful in terms of these are hard times economically, and we really have to be careful. And, and that is my goal is also to make sure every taxpayer dollar 
is spent, you know, uh, prudently and carefully, and we watch where that's going. But to your your point, yeah, you know, in in Baltimore City, they spend twice as much per student, but the literacy and and uh, the education is not the same quality as, as you know. I hate to say, but with Carroll County, and I want to keep that in place. We got to keep our schools strong, and I I want to fight to make sure that the the distractions and the issues you know that are in other counties do not enter Carroll County schools. All right, we get back. You could call in and ask Greg Melville, who's running for Cal- Carroll County School Board, a question. 410-WCBM-680. That's 410-922-6680. While you're on the break, go to WCBM.com. Check out our merchandise at our merchandise store. You can get a Trump mugshot T-shirt. You can get a sweatshirt or T-shirt that sells uh, everybody that you listen to Kim Klasick live. Why not say it loud and proud? Go to WCBM.com today and check out our merchandise. Have you heard of plantar fasciitis? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And while that condition can be hard to pronounce, it's even harder to live with. Imagine jumping off the back of a pickup truck onto some rocks. That's what it felt like when I was suffering from plantar fasciitis. I was a runner who could no longer run, and my foot pain impacted me both physically and emotionally. Coming to the Good Feet Store was the first step to living my life pain-free. After searching and trying so many other products, I finally found relief with Goodfeet Art Supports, and they still keep me running today. Now I get to help others who are struggling with plantar fasciitis to live their life pain-free. Maybe it's your turn. Is foot pain holding you back from living the life you love? Visit the Goodfeet Store today for a free personalized fitting and test walk. The Goodfeet Store has locations across greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you're embarrassed to smile or aren't able to eat the foods you enjoy due to loose, broken, or missing teeth, you should call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team at Baltimore Periodontics right away to schedule a free 30-minute implant consultation. Even if you've hated going to the dentist your whole life, you'll love Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team. They're the most talented, compassionate, and caring people you could ask for. And they use sedation techniques to make sure that you're completely relaxed and comfortable during treatment. If you want to have that beautiful smile and healthy mouth that you deserve, they are the experts. They're in network with a number of medical insurance companies for that life-changing, full-arch, teeth-express, teeth-in-a-day implant treatment, helping to save you thousands of dollars. Call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his expert team at Baltimore Periodontics, 410-744-6088. That's 410-744-6088. And get started on the road to better health and a happier smile. This is the Sean Hannity Show. There have now been over 75 attacks against Americans in Syria, Iraq, and, and other areas in the region. And now another aggressive action by the Chinese Navy in the South China Sea against America's Navy. And it's like, and, and these are international waterways. And, what, and nothing seems to ever happen. Weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on Talk Radio 680, WCBM. If you're just joining us, we're speaking to Greg Malvo. He's running for school board in Carroll County. He himself is a professor and, more importantly, a dad. <laughs> and I think you really got a great plan and a great platform here, Greg. Uh, before we get back into the conversation, I just want to let you know, if you want to ask Greg a question, he's here for another five minutes. It's 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. Real quick, Greg, if you could give them that website again. Sure. That website is... GregMalvo.org, 
G-R-E-G-M-A-L-V-E-A-U-X.org. All right. You could go there. You can sign up to volunteer. You can donate, do all that good stuff. And then also go out sideways. Like you said, it is fun. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you will get like the middle finger and other gestures. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and you just kind of stop yourself and say, oh, no, no, I'm just going to wave back. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. And yeah, you just smile. You yeah, smile, say, God yeah, bless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, also, there was some rebranding here, and I didn't realize it because a lot of people were talking about the Kerwin Commission, how expensive yeah. it is. But I guess now it's called the Maryland Blueprint. The Maryland Blueprint. Tell us a little bit about that. So the Maryland Blueprint um, for Maryland's future, once referred to as Kerwin, uh, was passed by the Maryland General Assembly in 2021. And so the Blueprint now is going to increase education funding by $3.8 billion each year over the next 10 years. And that's spread over the 24 districts, you know, in the area. Uh, the, the point of this was to improve quality of education for children, especially those who have been historically underserved. Um, that's how it's being uh, put forth, and uh, much of it will go towards comp- uh, compensatory learning, in fact. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so and we just talked about this a little bit. It's not the money mm-hmm. that is going to help these kids learn. No. You know, no. I'm one to think that a lot of it has to come down to parent involvement, right? When you get the parents more involved in the education, usually that helps. From your perspective, because you have all the background in this, mm-hmm. you know, do we need the Maryland Blueprint, or is there something else that we're missing? I think that we have to continue to overall think that local control and fiscal responsibility is, is number one. And so for to be told where to spend our money, how to spend our money, and so forth, I think that uh, it's always best to look to the educators and those who are, are deep within, you know, the system uh, for those answers. And uh, as you said, yes, you know, parental involvement is important. Uh, but the blueprint is law, you know, and it's, it needs to occur. And so working within it, though, we need to try to figure out how this will not overburden uh, taxpayers and so forth. And this is also what I, I say in terms of our Board of Education in Carroll County and leading the way is they said, you know what, we can't implement the blueprint as it is. You know, this, this, there's far too much spending and so forth um, for, for taxpayers and so forth. It, it, just, it can't be done uh, as it's written. And so things have slowed down in terms of policies and, and what's necessary. And so I commend our Board of Ed for, for saying, you know, let's slow this down. Other uh, counties have come forward and said, as this is written, this is just not possible. You know, too much of a burden on our taxpayers. You're going to overcrowd teachers in terms of classroom sizes and, and other things that we just can't afford to do. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, look, I've, I've always been uh, against it because I'm one mm-hmm. to think that the money is just not the issue. Uh, well, I do hope that you end up on the Carroll County School Board. I appreciate uh, that. I know you've been working very hard. Yeah. Like I told everybody, I met you at the Moss for Liberty meeting. So you've been out there in the community doing so much. Uh, and again, if you want to volunteer and join Greg in this fight, please do so. I also want to say, if you're thinking about running for school board, you're hearing what Greg is saying here, uh, you know, throw your hat in the ring and run in, in any county. Look, Baltimore County, we need more conservatives on our mm, school board. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, just try to get out there and really get involved. Greg, we're going to close up here. But before you go, I just want to make sure they know exactly where to find you on uh, social media and your website. Right. And, you know, I'll be honest, I'm not the greatest with social media. So, again, I thank you for being on the show for that reason and getting the name out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and hitting, you know, the, the corners. But, it, again, it's GregMalvo.org. 
G-R-E-G-M-A-L-V-E-A-U-X dot org. Thank you so much, Kim. I appreciate the time. No, Greg, thank you for coming. I'm sure we'll catch up with you again uh, before the big day, the election day. I sure hope so. Don't forget to get out there and vote, folks. Yes, get out and vote. Coming up next, we'll talk about fairness in sports and also mopping up with the Mosbys. Uh, Marilyn Mosby took the stand in her defense just yesterday. SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. Congress calls social media leaders on the carpet for the harm done to youngsters using their platforms. Impressionable kids driven to suicide in the most extreme cases. In an unusual show of bipartisanship, a tax relief bill, $79 billion bill, has cleared the House, getting support from both sides of the aisle. It now goes to the Senate. For the second time in 24 hours, the U.S. has hit Houthi rebel targets in Yemen, taking out some drones, apparently being ready to be launched at commercial shipping in the Red Sea. The collapse of an airport hangar under construction in Boise, Idaho, has left three people dead, nine others injured. And Elon Musk wants Tesla investors to decide on moving the company's corporate listing to Texas after a Delaware court decided he shouldn't get a multi-billion dollar pay package. The Dow trading higher, and this is SRN News. For many of you, the past few years have been rough. Inflation high, interest rates spiraling, prices on groceries, utilities, medical costs, and insurance rates skyrocketing, forcing many to hold tight on their spending. Hi, Frank Liber here. Tim Munson, president of AES Builder and Home Improvements, understands your situation, but has some very good news for you. If you've been putting off that new bathroom, kitchen, additional remodeling, but there are some necessary Necessary projects that must be done first, AES is here to help you get through these difficult times. Right now, AES Builder and Home Improvements is offering several financing options to make it easier to get that project done, no matter how big or small. With AES, you can feel secure knowing they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and a five-year free labor warranty. And as always, when they're done, you'll be happy. If you're not happy, they're not done. Call them today at 1-800-787-SAVE or online at aeshome.us. The sun is shining, the winds out of the south making for a very mild first day of February. Let's hope this trend continues. 53, the high this afternoon. Clipper bringing us some showers late tonight. Tomorrow cloudy with a slight chance of a shower. 49, the high tomorrow. Weekend, enjoy the sunshine. 48, Saturday. 52, Sunday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Get the appliances you need right away at Lowe's. Explore the largest assortment of brands you trust in-store or online at the best values. Plus, take advantage of their everyday financing offers. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. Real estate. Keep it or cash it in. Thinking about selling or listing your property? Don't do it until you look at all your options. There are faster ways to a cash settlement without waiting for months for an offer. Don't lose thousands of dollars in commissions. Talk to Charles Parrish to get a no-commission offer on your property. Let Charles show you how you can sell fast and pay no fees. If you have property, city or county, land or commercial, call 866-474-7000 and talk to Charles for a cash proposal. For over 40 years, Charlie has been offering no commission, no settlement cost transactions to property owners. Charles Parrish is licensed and bonded, a local family business. Don't list. Don't wait for an offer. There is a faster way. 
Call Charles Parish at 866-474-7000 or visit charlesparish.com. That's charlesparish.com. That's parish with two R's. As most Americans suffer financially, gold just hit an all-time high. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and this is why you need a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To find out more, text the word HEDGE to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold IRAs. Secure your IRA or your 401k right now. Text HEDGE to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. Getting your guaranteed maximum refund with TaxLayer feels like... Discovering a refund tree has grown in your backyard. I'm the refund tree. Sawing off its branches. Hey, hey. Feeding them through a wood chipper. My branches! My beautiful branches! And dancing in its refund rain. Start for free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. TaxLayer. File fearlessly. WCBM reaches all types of entrepreneurs, businesses, associations, and specialists. Now is your chance to explain live, by way of your own radio show, exactly how your business or association can benefit the WCBM listener through block time. You control the dialogue. You control the subject matter. You control your own results. This is a great opportunity that WCBM can give to you. For more information, call 410-580-5231. All right. Great guests there. I got some emails saying that Greg is really great. And I agree. If you want to, again, check out his website, it's Greg Malvo, G-R-E-G, M-A-L, B-E-A-U-X dot org. Greg Malvo. I guess that's French Malvo, right? When it has the E-A-U-X, it is. It is French. And I need to tell you. You don't need to tell me, Brian. I already know. Okay? <laughs> you know, when I'm off for a day, I do. I miss being here. And I, I miss messing with Brian, the producer. He always does a great job. Don't forget, because he does such a great job, we'll have, again, an 1125-ish uh, we're going to play. Who said that? And uh, Brian, he's the one that, that picks the audio clip. So if you don't like it or if you don't win, you know, you got to blame Brian. Don't blame me. <laughs> blame Brian. But you get to call in. You get bragging rights and scratch-off lottery tickets. couple stories here. Uh, Fairness to Girls Sports. Uh, very successful, I will say. Uh, I saw a lot of the video, a lot of uh, uh, photos, really. You had Delegate Kathy Shalega, who's always joining us these days on Mondays for the Resistant Report. But she told us how she was going to be introducing the Fairness in Girls Sports Bill. And now, of course, for us, this is common sense, right? Not allowing biological men in biological female sports. But for some reason, there are Democrats in the state that has probably, honest to be honest with you, because I looked at some of them, never played sport a day in their lives. <laughs> and they have no no idea that a male's body is much different from a female's body. But I want you to take a listen to how it went down in Annapolis with Adelga Kathy Shalega just yesterday. According to House Bill 47, it says for JV and varsity teams, it should be based on a student's biological sex. And it also says for girls' sports, there should be no students of the male sex. I love playing um, basketball and like all sports for women. For seventh grade basketball players, Aaron and Reagan, they say they want to support girls' sports. Just the fun of it. 
playing with friends and having a good time. That's why alongside their teammates, they're standing behind Delegate Kathy Sliga, who says her bill will help them do that. This bill is simple. House Bill 47. It's about fairness for girls. And it's about protecting our girls on the field and in the locker room. House Bill 47 requires interscholastic and intramural JV and varsity teams designated based on their biological sex, meaning there would be a boys team, girls team, and a co-educational or mixed team. This is science. It's biology. Boys are faster, stronger. And it's not just protecting girls' athletic opportunities but protecting them from injuries. Well, it's not clear how many students this will impact. It also says any governmental entities, athletic associations, or licensing and accrediting organizations can't accept a complaint or conduct an investigation or take action against a school with separate teams for women. We don't allow athletes to identify into an age category based on feeling older or younger. Sex categories are the same. The only way sport can be fair for women is with a protected female category that excludes competitors with male advantage. With co-educational teams mentioned in the bill, when asked what would happen if not enough students wanted to participate. This bill doesn't talk about male, doesn't talk about co-ed. It simply says that JV and varsity girls sports are going to be for girls. I think, you know, when we're talking about this issue, we really want to see equity in sports, and that means participation along the uh, identified genders. But not everyone is on board with passing the bill. Just like we have with race, we don't have black and white folks. We have a spectrum of race, so gender is also a spectrum. The committee hearing for this bill is still happening, and right now numerous people are speaking out against the bill, voicing some of their concerns related to how this bill would be implemented if it was passed, and also concerns that could exclude or single out trans students. Jessica Babb, Fox 45 News. This is so ridiculous, right? I mean, it really is. It really is. Did you think in 2024 we'd be fighting for something like this? Now, you heard, you know, one person there saying that gender is on this. It's a spectrum. No, no, it's not. (laughs) You're either male or you're female. That's it. There's nothing else. Like, this is so wild to me. I will point out, Channel 11's Barry Sibbs, he had a whole interview, uh, well, he had a whole report on this, and uh, the video, you know, I watched the video last night, believe it or not, it was deleted off of Channel 11 News' website this morning, so when Brian, my producer, went to go pull the sound, it was no longer there. What happened, Channel 11? A little bit of pushback? Did your did your audience not agree that uh, biological men should not be in biological female sports? Because it seems to me that Barry Sims agrees. And then you removed it. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. But I wanted to play it because uh, there was Chris Fair. He's a delegate in Frederick County in District 3A. He said transgender girls are girls. And he said not all of us come from the same background. However... We are all equal, and we deserve to be treated with the same level of dignity and respect. This bill does not do that. Now, I will say, Delegate Chris Fair does appear to have never lifted a ball in any sport. (laughs) So, you know, this is what's also crazy about it. You've got people making these decisions that I guarantee you have never played a sport in their life. And so here, they're they're going along with this narrative and agenda, and they're talking about, you know, trans men doing whatever. Like, literally, these people have no idea what it would be like to face a, a male athlete 
as a female athlete. It's just there's no comparison. I told you guys before, I played soccer. I could never in a million years play soccer, even in high school. Forget the college level. Even in high school against the high school boys. Never. They were huge compared to me. Like I told you, I was baby, and I, I, get, I think 90 pounds soaking wet is giving myself a little bit of weight. I could have been 80 pounds for all I know. I was extremely thin, okay, extremely thin, left forward, and yeah, I, I used to, I wasn't that great at dribbling, so I did have to kind of, you know, bump into some people, you know, <laughs> you know, and then look, and when you go against a halfback or a fullback, they're usually larger. Could you imagine going up against a trans fullback or even a trans goalie? I mean, how unfair would that be? <laughs> oh, man, you, you know, again... Women fighting for women's rights in 2024. I'll be darned. What a time to be alive. Like, we already had this fight. We're having the fight again against Democrats. Don't forget, when you go to vote, we're having this fight against Democrats. Keep that in mind. There's not a single Republican out there that thinks that women should have to fight for their rights, especially when it comes to sports. This is a Democrat issue. But then if you mention parties, people get upset. Oh, it's not Democrats. No, it's it's you. It's you. It's your people. It might be you, not be you personally, but it's your people. Uh, I also wanted to talk real quick about uh, former state's attorney, Marilyn Mosby. She took the stand in her defense, and I thought it was very interesting because she started out saying, I want to tell my truth. Now, when somebody says, I want to tell my truth, what do you re- immediately think? Like, this isn't really true? Yeah. <laughs> This is your perspective. This is a story you want to tell, but I don't know if it's true or not. But that's how she started out. And I thought it was interesting also because she goes, you know, she's also kind of talking like, you know, not like a child, but she she talked about the relationship between her and Nick. She talked about the fact that she believed that he was a little more careless with some of the bills. She didn't like that. And so that's why she, you know, was filing, you know, separately for a while when it came to paying bills and were paying for bills separately because, you know, according to her, Nick is this monster that doesn't pay his bills. <laughs> and she did. She acted like she was this victim. But she made these comments uh, as if she was not living in the house. Like, I'm trying to explain it to you. And I'm going to read some of the comments that she said verbatim. But the way she approached this conversation when she took the stand, it was like she was a a, th- a third-party victim that wasn't living in a house where the mail was actually coming to that home, and she, like, never saw it. it was, it's a very bizarre, bizarre situation. Now, when she won the state attorney office the first time around, remember that was back in 2014, and a few months later, that's when uh, City Council President Nick Mosby decided to run for mayor. Now, she had told Nick at that time that, of course, she supports whatever he wants to do, but she thought the timing was not right. Uh, she said he came to me and said he felt it was a great opportunity and he was going to quit his job to run for mayor. Well, later, also in 2015, Marilyn testified that she found a letter from the IRS that stated that she and Nick owed $45,000 in taxes. She said she, quote unquote, went off. I guess she got upset because Nick Mosby didn't tell her about the issue. Well, Marilyn told the jury that Nick apologized and said he took money from his 401k 
to pay her campaign pay for her campaign commercial. First of all, okay, there's a little little something here. Why would Nick have to take money out of his 401k to pay for her campaign commercial? Okay, so that was basically making an in-kind donation. First of all, I hope that was on the FEC report. Secondly, where are your campaign donations? Okay, Marilyn Mosby did raise money. (laughs) She did did raise money for her campaign. And this is in 2014, mind you, uh, before anybody knew how crazy she was. So she she raised a decent amount of money in 2014. This is when she even had the endorsement of uh, Congressman Kwasi Fume and others. So why would why would Nick be paying for the campaign commercial is beyond me. I don't I don't understand. In 2011-2013, uh Marilyn said she found out unilaterally uh that he had turned off his taxes. That's what she quote said. Uh Marilyn did not elaborate, but it appears she meant that Nick was not having federal income taxes taken out of his paycheck. Imagine that he turned off his taxes. You know what? I noticed that some of the uh, text messages they're sharing in evidence, she almost sounds like a child, uh, even like back and forth with the text. And just think about it. If you're not if you're not having federal income taxes taken out of your check, how how would you explain that as a 40-year-old woman, right? You'd say, okay, he wasn't having his federal taxes taken out. She said he turned off his taxes. <laughs> what are you, like five? He didn't turn off his taxi. He didn't take it out. Well, anyways, Marilyn said after that, she, uh, Nick, uh, Nick, that he, she told Nick that if he ever did that again, she would be out the door. Uh, unfortunately, it did happen again. She said on the stand in 2019, after a conversation with the couple's tax preparer, uh, Marilyn said that she was told that she would be getting a federal tax refund, but the money never was never deposited because she found out a letter explaining the refund she was expecting was actually going towards Nick's student loan payment because they were in default. She said, well, that set me off. Here's the thing that, and I'm, I'm not going to go through every piece of this part of it because it's like, you know, personal drama. But here's the thing. When you take those wedding vows, right? Am, am I wrong in this? Because I, I, I got married. She's, she said it set her off that Nick didn't pay the, the taxes. It set her off that they were in that situation with the student loan debt. When you marry somebody, you you come as one, right? You become one, and you're taking on the bills as one. But if you notice here, Marilyn Mosby never really considered herself as one with Nick. They were college sweethearts. They were married. They have two beautiful daughters. But when it comes to finances, she kind of felt like Nick was on his own. Like, this isn't something that she had to be involved in, because it was Nick's student loan debt. And it was Nick not, you know, having federal taxes coming out of his paycheck. She didn't look at it as, this is my husband and we have to figure this out together. So you can already tell where her mindset is. And if your mindset is that way, I, I doubt the marriage was going to last, right? If, if you already feel as though that you are together as one. Well, anyways, you know, you go down. She talks about the properties in Florida. Basically, what she ended up admitting on the stand yesterday was that, she knew about the tax lien. This is the big, the big whoopee here. She knew about the tax lien, but because Nick said that he took care of it, remember that press conference we were talking about in 2020? Because he said that he took care of it, she believed him outright and said, okay, I thought it was taken care of, so I went ahead when I filled out this form, uh, I went ahead and said, 
that we didn't have any issues with our taxes because Nick told me that he took care of it. Well, of course, then he, she was asked on the stand, well, did you check up on it and make sure that he took care of it? She said, no, I just trusted his word. So she, so again, she caught herself up. And this is probably why she didn't want to testify in the perjury trial because here she is in the mortgage fraud trial and she caught herself up. She knew about the tax lead. All this time, she's been saying that she was a victim because she's a black woman. Remember, like all of this was, it was politically motivated. It was because she's black, because she's a female. But all this time, she really did know about the tax lien. She just thought he took care of it. Now, if you had, if you knew that Nick had problems paying his bills, right? I mean, you know the guy by now, you're college sweethearts. Would you just assume that he took care of it because he told you? Or would you check it out? Look, we're, we're not dummies, okay? You would check it out. You would check it out. The same reason, well, she gave him the $5,000 to give her the $5,000 back as a gift. She knew he didn't have the money. (laughs) She's like, she's playing this whole thing like she's some victim of all this. But in reality, even though Nick was a liar and he was trying to, you know, keep a lot of stuff hidden from her, in reality, she already knew. Many wives do. Let this be a note to guys out there, okay? You might not think your wife knows, but nine times out of ten, she knows. Okay? We're very good at finding things out. (laughs) Okay? And so, you know, she now admits, though, that she knew about the tax lien. So now she's going to obviously be back in court today. She's got a long ways to go, I'm sure. They're going to have more testimony. And we'll get into it as we go. If you want to weigh in on this, you can. Uh, But to me... The, the damning testimony was just yesterday when she said, yes, I did know about the $45,000 tax lien. This whole thing has been about her not knowing. Now she's admitted it. She just thought it was taken care of. Yikes. 410-WCBM680, 410-922-6680. If you want to weigh in, you can. Also, when we get back, we'll talk about Joy Ann Reed apologizing for the F-bomb on MSNBC. Celebrate American Heart Month with Rescue Natural Supplements. For over 38 years, Rescue brand Omega-3S have been providing people with the essentials to fortify heart health, reduce inflammation, and support healthy cholesterol levels. That's why it's best time to dive into Rescue's February special. Right now, Rescue's most popular products, their premium Omega-3 fish oil supplements, are buy one, get one free exclusively for American Heart Month. Just use the listener code OMEGA50 when placing your order. Call today at 800-26-ALIVE. That's 800-262-5483. And speak to a knowledgeable product consultant or use the code OMEGA50 online when you visit res-q.com. That's res-q.com. Don't forget the code OMEGA50. That's 50. When buying one bottle for a Rescue Omega-3 to receive a second bottle free. Again, use the code O-M-E-G-A, the number 50, to fortify your heart with the Rescue Omega-3. Buckle up for the Super Bowl. It's 49ers versus Chiefs. BetMGM is here on the action. Immerse yourself in the heart-pounding action by signing up through WCBM.com or our mobile app. Bet just $5 and watch your excitement soar with $158 in bonus bets. The game is live. The stakes are high. Claim your bonus now and get in on the action. Bet MGM, 
where every bet transforms the game into an exhilarating adventure. Don't miss out. Sign up today. Looking to sell your home? Want to get top dollar? Hi, this is Vinny Steo with Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Get multiple cash offers in minutes. Go to vinnysteo.com, type in your address, and start packing. Visit vinnysteo.com. That's vinnysteo.com. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small businesses, remote workers, and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. Get the appliances you need right away at Lowe's. Explore the largest assortment of brands you trust in store or online at the best values. Plus, take advantage of their everyday financing offers. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. The Rob Carson Show. A Texas Democrat has called on Biden to seize control of the Texas National Guard. You just try that and see how that works. The U.S. military is not behind Joe Biden. They see his limp-wristed approach to what's going on in the Middle East with Iran. They see all of it. There are very few in the active duty military who actually think Joe Biden is the real deal. And they will not go to bat for Joe Biden. Weekdays, noon to 3 on Talk Radio 680 WC. CBM. All right, we're just talking about Marilyn Mosby. I call it mopping up with the Mosbys. Uh, Nick Mosby did take the stand earlier this week. It talked about how he lied to his wife, but he was very afraid of her, and so he continued to lie. And I called him a beta male, so people didn't like that, but it's true. Let's be honest. She's an alpha female, so she needs an alpha male. The beta male thing isn't going to work. I said this before. Some people don't agree with it, but guess what? I'm telling you right now, it does not work. Well, she took the stand in her own defense yesterday, and she admitted that she did know about the $45,000 tax lien. This entire mortgage fraud case has been built on the fact that she said she had no idea that it existed. Turns out she knew. She just thought that Nick took care of it. So basically, she she had access to the truth, but didn't bother to check the truth out. <laughs> like, like, really? Now, I also wanted to know, just so you know, on the stand yesterday, former state attorney Marilyn Mosby, she said she originally filed for separation from Nick back in 2019. I didn't. I did not know about this. She and then uh, at that time, I guess she didn't go through with it because of the timing and where they were in office and thus and that. Uh, and I will say this: there's a lot of pressure when you run for office or even when you're in office. There's so much pressure to be married or to have this perception like you've got this fa- this happy family home life. Um, gosh, I, I wish they would take that pressure out of there. But So she originally filed for separation in 2019. Uh, she didn't go through with it because obviously their public image. But I thought it was interesting because then she said that she then asked for the $5,000 uh, gift after... She filed for separation in 2019. So, but he knew it's for the other house. So, why would Nick write you a check for five grand when he knew that you would be using it to purchase his home to then file for separation and ultimately divorce again? Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, it, it still it doesn't make any sense. Wayne in Ellicott City, Wayne, you wanted to weigh in? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if if this person wasn't a lawyer. I, I, I would probably believe some of what she says. But this person's an educated lawyer. And if you try to convince me that she didn't know exactly what she was doing, you don't have all your oars in the, in the water. Yeah. She knew exactly what she's doing. She's a lawyer. She knows how to find out the information. She knows how to get around it. So it, I can't believe she's this arrogant to think that, you know, some of the BS she's coming up with, people are going to believe. 
Yeah, Wayne. And, you know, what great point. Thank you so much for sharing. And, you know, Wayne's right. But here's the thing. She thinks that she's smarter than everybody else. She thinks that she's smarter than the jury. She thinks the jury's going to buy her, whoa, it's me, I'm a victim, you know, look at my crocodile tears. She thinks that's what she believes. Now, I did note, she's also traveling, and I didn't see this until yesterday. Shout out to Mackenzie Frost putting a lot of the video out on uh, X formerly known Twitter. She's traveling with this group called Uncut News. So, that's interesting, okay? She's having all of this recorded and documented as if she's going to play this later on. I mean, it's like, you know, she's almost like, I guess, you know, trying to get everything filmed and recorded and then hopefully if she wins the case or even if she loses the case, they'll be able to still put it out there, produce it, and I'm sure she's looking to make money off of it. She's no dummy is what I'm saying. She's no dummy. She's having all of this documented. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she's wearing a microphone the entire time. Yeah. Marilyn. Marilyn. Just give it up. Say, look, you know all about plea deals. Ask for a deal <laughs> and see what you can get to get out of this. Because you're not winning. You knew about the tax rate. All right, coming up next. Don't forget, we're going to play Who Said That 1125-ish. We got Delegate Nino Mangioni. He's going to be joining us around 1130. We're also going to talk about uh, Baltimore County and uh, the mixed-use zones. Still a topic of discussion. Coming up next. to experience one of the world's biggest, boldest ships and cruise the tropics with me, Bruce Elliott, this October 27th, 2024, you can get on board and travel the best overall cruise ship, Symphony of the Seas. Join me for a WCBM Radio Week of Adventures on deck with world-class entertainment, including Broadway's favorite hairspray. Enjoy pool day bliss under the sun, gourmet dining from Italy to Wonderland, and of course, a cocktail party on board and drinks are on me. Memories will be made on the shore of Nassau, the space coast of Port Canaveral, and Royal Caribbean's private island, Coco Cay. Come join Royal Caribbean and BTS Cruise and Tour on Symphony of the Seas for seven wonderful nights and glorious days in the warm sun. Call 410-825-9887 for questions or reservations. That's 410-825-9887. All aboard! Features may vary by ship. All itineraries are subject to change without notice. Ships Registry, The Bahamas. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore's listening. 